Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's winking her eyes. She said, oh, what a beautiful mouth. Day. I want y'all to know, know I've got a beautiful feeling I've got everything Everything's going my way day. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game 92.9 The Game.com Sam is Greg Ain't it just beautiful? We are back I know the weather's a little Yeah, we're looking outside And we can't see the street Because they put this building in front of us it used to not be here. But the building, the top of the building is wet, so we know it's raining outside. Yeah, I know, man, but it's you can't complain over Ray wonderful, Charles. Here's wonderful midtown. Well, no, no. You can't complain over Ray Charles with the Count Basie Orchestra. He's going to brighten up your day. Yeah, it's a beautiful morning. We're back on Saturdays. And we say to you, top of the hour, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a uh, good morning to you fine folks in Buford. Oh, Buford. Ooh. Yeah. Why you say, ooh, why you say it like that? Ooh. And them the folks that win everything. Dude, oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I should know that. I hear you talk about them all the time. Uh, the Wolves. So shout out. To they them. got nothing but full trophy cases out there, right? They have to build a new one. They're building a new one as we speak. <laughs> they got they got big game today. Yep. Semifinals of the seven A state playoffs. Six uh, yep. A, six A in baseball. Six A baseball. Yeah. And they got a big matchup because they got some folks at the place where you hung out. Yeah, at, at yeah. Pope playing Pope. Yep. And, yep. And they most years Pope is playing for that state championship, but they got to go through each other. The winner gets to play for the state championship next week. Yeah, Final four and 6A is All right, y'all, come on. Take it to the next step. Who's the biggest name coming out of Buford? Baseball, if there is one. On the current team? No, just period. Biggest name. Well, because they've got the pitcher that they say is going to go in the top two or three in the MLB draft this year. I ain't talking about that. He's already been there. Okay. we would Mm. all know. No? Mm. All right, give me a football name. Buford. Darius Walker? Is that his name? Sam, the kid that went to Notre Dame? Yep, went to Notre Dame. Okay. Just figured the way y'all talk about the trophy cases yeah. out there, they got it. They had yeah, to produce yeah. some pros. Yeah. Well, he, he had a great career at Notre Dame, but when he he yeah. got to the pro, he only had a cup of coffee. But his yeah. career at Notre Dame was wonderful. Okay, yeah. and and his high school career. All right. Yeah, it's fantastic. At some point, we're going to get some Star Wars coming on here. Yeah, and I'm going to ask because it's George Lucas's birthday. Okay. 
Oh, cool. and, and, and if I had to ask you what your favorite George Lucas movie would be, I think I can guess what it is. Which one? I'm, I'm going to guess this one, and I want to make sure I get the title right. It's the uh, Indiana Jones with Sean Connery. Okay. It's the which well, it's one? Any, any of the Indiana Jones? I'm, yeah, I'm I know down. you're a big Indiana I'm, Jones I'm down, fan. I'm down with any. I'm down with any of that. Not a Star Wars dude. Yeah. So it's the uh, Indiana and the, the Last Crusade. Okay. Okay. That would be. I'm gonna and, tell you. Anyone that has John Williams music too. That's 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 that's, that's the other part that goes with that. The, one of the best waking up, not feeling well, laying in bed. Where's a movie on? Kind of a kind of movie is one that you shouldn't sleep on. It's a George Lucas movie called Willow. Okay. I'm, you remember Willow? I remember that. Remember that. Willow was a was Kevin Pollack and this other I forgot who the other guy was. They play these like what what what's Tinkerbell? And you know, Disney's Tinkerbell, what 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 and, um a fairy, something like that. Yeah. Right? But yeah. he's an evil one. But this is this is this is a fairy tale kind of movie, but it's kinda of cool. Done George Lucas style. Okay. And uh, a lot of the um the, the 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 what are those things the the the, 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 the um, not Muppets so much but the bigger ones that they used George Lucas I mean that uh, Jim Henson used okay we're in some of this uh, anyway it's a cool movie Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two ninety game ninety two ninety game dot com going to talk baseball next with Corey McCartney uh, also dip into what's going on out at Flowery Branch the Falcons have got some mini camps going on with Mr Crenshaw. The floor is yours for whatever thing is going on locally. Just stuff is happening. Um, high school state championships are wrapping down. It's the school year winds down. Well, we only got a few more days where these folks are, are finished with another school year. And so today, I don't know if it's raining out toward Augusta Way, but at Clarks Hill Lake, you have your bass fishing championships going on today. Uh, up the road in Rome at the Rome Tennis Center at Barry, uh, you have the state tennis championships going on, but then get rained out. Uh, coming up first of the week, 16th and 17th, the golf championships are going on as well. Uh, now, as Eric just mentioned, baseball is coming up. they got four locations where they're going to play the finals coming up over the next uh, weekend, next weekend, and then over the next week and a half. Uh, going to play at Truist Park, Cool Ray, Advent Health. That's up at Rome and Clemens Field at Georgia Southern. The 7A semifinals got Woodstock against Parkview and Etowah versus Mill Creek. Uh, the 6A has Laster and Alatoona as Pope. And Buford, it's all them cop, all the cop folks is just oh my goodness, they ain't showing up for baseball up there. Five A, Appalachia and Cartersville, and Decatur and Loganville. The winner of those two matchups will move on. In four A's, Lagrange, Cedartown, Benedictine, and North Oconee. In three A, we got Redan and uh, Pierce. Eric, have you seen Redan play? I have seen Redan play great baseball in DeKalb County for those Redan uh, young men. Yeah. I'm, I'm really hoping they make it to the big stage and get to go. I don't, I'll be working the uh, games at Truist, but they haven't told us what levels play at which of those four sites yet. Okay. I just hope those young men get the chance to play at one of those big venues. Yeah, 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 that'd be fantastic. They just beat Burke County, I think, uh, to make it to the semifinals. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, they're going to be facing the winner of the Pike County North Hall uh, Series. 2A Vidalia versus Lovett, Pace versus Thomasville, and in 1A Private, uh, Wesleyan and Mr. Drew Jones – uh, taking on Mount Perrin and Fellowship Christian against North Cobb Christian. You seen that guy play? Yeah, I was there uh, this week when they played Whitefield Academy over in Mableton. Yeah. First game, I think, was 18-0. to Second wow. game was, once again, a lopsided affair. The young man is everything that he is built, um, built up to be, and can play 
uh, his father was in attendance, but he can play defense just as good. It's going to be real interesting to see if he can, uh, you know, did, that Ken Griffey Jr. type surpass what old, the old man did. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, we're waiting to see. Now, he's supposed to be ticketed for Vanderbilt, but the draft may say something nah, else, huh? No, nah, he's a top five pick. I, I had a chance to see the young man out of IMG Academy earlier this year, Elijah Wood. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I heard about him. Between him and Drew Jones, they say that you probably have the top two outfielders in the last 20 years. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. You know. Um, yeah. It's 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 everything that those and then they uh, uh, when they played um, at Wesleyan those games they played Buford early in the year too those games are standing room only oh yeah so it's oh, yeah. it's it's great high school baseball in the state of Georgia just another sport the yeah, state of Georgia people is talk really about good football at. high yeah. school football but we produce some really great baseball players. really great baseball yeah we it's really just, do we you really know do. go up and down MLB rosters you're just surprised about all the kids I remember when the young Byron Buxton was coming up he was yeah. a great kid of course everybody remember Jason Hayward was yeah. excellent in high school baseball and um what was the young man you probably remember his name came out of um Oconee last year. He went in the top top ten in the draft this year. It was, it was a great oh, ball oh, player. Oh, Rocker. Yeah, Rocker. Kumar Rocker. Yeah. So, uh, went up to Vanderbilt. Yeah, you were talking yeah. about him in earlier today. Drafted the by the Mets, didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found out today he's going to pitch for an independent league team. And go back in the draft. And go back into the draft yeah. and see where he ends up. And you're curious to see what that does, what that's done to his game to kind of, I don't know what he's been doing to stay fresh or whatever to keep his game and, uh, and and he wouldn't want to go to the Mets. I guess he didn't have the foresight to see what the Mets were going to do coming up this year's baseball season. It's not a bad uh, a program or a bad organization to be a part of now, especially yeah. at new ownership who's going to look like he's going to spend whatever it takes. So, you know, got to wish that whatever he ends up with now, he gets a better choice. Um, he He's not the first player that decided no. they didn't want to go to the team that originally drafted him. So. No, no. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hope it turns out for the best for him. Uh, lacrosse championships are today out of Denmark High School uh, in Forsyth County. 10 a.m., the girls uh, 1A through 5A has Blessed Trinity against Northview. At noon, the girls 6A, 7A has Milton against Creekview. 2 o'clock, the boys uh, 1A through 5A has Lovett versus Westminster. 4 o'clock, the 6A to 7A boys, Walton against Lambert. Uh, also, the final days of the track and field championships going on. I think we had three locations. We're in Columbus, we're in Albany, and in Carrollton for those. Uh, and then we still got some spring football going on. Last night, I got a chance to go up to North Forsyth and watch them play Milton. And, of course, Milton was in the 7A final uh, this past year. I had a chance to have some fun up there. Dalton is doing their inter-squad day today. And they're doing it kind of cool. They're going to start at 9 o'clock in the morning with the high school team at Dalton. Then they're going to have the uh, at 10.30, the Dalton Junior High Cougars. And then at uh, noon, the Hammond Creek Tigers. And then they're going to have a big community picnic. So this is coming up in Dalton's um, this morning. They, they, and people will do these spring games different ways. Some do a scrimmage against an opponent. Uh, some are going to do jamborees. And we're going to find out about a jamboree coming up in the next hour when I.J. Rosenberg joins us. Uh, and also, also, shout out to the Emory Eagles. Emory Eagles, something happened for the first time for them this week in athletics. Uh, their, women's, their women's golf team won the D- D3 National Championship. So, so congratulations. See, see what I'm doing? Giving them a golf clap. Go, golf clap, golf clap. <laughs> Marvelous shot. Yes. <laughs> What's that? What's that thing he says all the time? Useful. Useful <laughs> shot. Scott Van Pelting. Um, so congratulations to them. Um, Eric, did you see this thing Black Enterprise did? You kept telling me to pull it up. I haven't, but. 
from what you told me, for them to be misquoting Jackson State University. Um, to, misrep- to be misrepresenting Jackson State yeah, University. Yeah. Um, tough. Jacksonville State, and I'm like, you know. It, it, you know Hang on. I, I, wait, wait, wait. Somebody wrote, let's say this again slower so we get this. Somebody wrote what? They, they referred to, to Jackson State as Jacksonville State. Of course, Jacksonville State is down the road uh, near Anniston, Alabama. Right. That's a totally different school. You As know, opposed to one in, in actually in Jacksonville, this, Florida. No, in well, yeah, in Jacksonville, that's a school in Jacksonville, Florida. But Jackson, Jackson State is in Mississippi. That I know. Yeah, we all know. But that. that is who they're supposed to be writing about. Right. And they wrote the other thing. Yeah. Oops. Isn't there usually somebody? This is this is your field because you're a journalist here. And isn't there somebody who who read? Second set of eyes. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a proofreader. Or exactly. Somebody is sleep totally sleep at the wheel. That's a lot. That's another one of them jobs that was lost during the pandemic. I, <laughs> well, that's the job you can do from home. You know what I mean? Uh, but but somebody wouldn't read. Somebody wouldn't think. And they've left it up there. And people have gone on and slammed them and banged on them for doing that, along with an image and a picture of Deion Sanders. And I'm like, really? Yes, yeah, one thing to do it, and then it's another thing to leave it up. Yeah. I Can I tell you a quick story? Go, go, go. Um, the band I used to work with, we, were, we, we toured all around the Big Ten schools. And so we were playing a place in Ann Arbor, Michigan, long before I knew my wife. And it was a place called Second Chance. And this club, Second Chance, had a number of them throughout, again, the Big Ten schools. There was one down in Peoria, Illinois. There was one in Wisconsin. There was one, like I said, Big Ten schools. So we get there the weekend of the Michigan-Ohio State game. That's We're nice, playing. Now, nice I'm time. not in college yet. That's a nice time. I'm still in high school working with these dudes, right? And – None of nobody in the band followed college sports, and I told you college sports until recently wasn't big up up in Chicago, up in up north. Other than those high school, other than those college towns. So we're playing this show, and we do uh, a Thursday night, and then Friday night before we go on, the manager of the club says, "Listen, we we got the band downstairs. This is Friday night, right before the Saturday game." He said, we want you to get up and introduce them, and they're going to come out and greet the crowd. This place held 1,500 people at the time being. Well, the band band, and I did some announcements for the band at the time being, so they didn't want to come out and make this announcement, so they told me to go out and introduce the band that the club had hid downstairs. So I did, and I walked out there in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I said, getting ready, before we come on and do our show tonight, Getting ready for tomorrow's big game. We want to get everybody all worked up. And so welcome to the stage, the Michigan State Marching Band. Yeah, I said that. Why do you do that? Because I'm an idiot, and I don't know the difference between Michigan and Michigan State, and I'm still in high school, and I don't follow colleges that closely like that's a big deal. And I found that out because I was dodging stuff getting off the stage. I'm sure you were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got all kind of cussed out by the guys who opened the door. <laughs> and they, the guys in the band went, no, you, we're Michigan, not Michigan State. Yeah, I did that once. Just once? Yeah, just once. Yeah, you yeah. Got, you got, they cured you. They, I got it. Yeah. But just listen, anything live, you've made mistakes live TV. Oh, that yeah. was me live in front of a crowd. I still don't get up in front of people. We are going to switch. Did you cover everything locally here? Yeah, we, we could. You got it good? We good. All right, because we'd have to cut into Corey, who's next, and he wouldn't no, mind, though. we're not going to do that. All right, well, Corey McCartney, talking Chop. He's going to join us next. Got a new show with our own Grant McCauley. They're going to be talking baseball all kinds of different ways. We got him on our show regularly, and he's coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. Back, oh, yeah. back officially on our first regular Saturday show, this yeah. May 14th. And we say happy birthday to George Lucas. Happy birthday. One of the the, the biggest names in enter, the entertainment. I don't know that there's a bigger name. I guess you could say Spielberg yeah. for what they've done. But then you got to throw in Martin Scorsese. you got to throw in – but just the body of work. If you could take out everything else he did and just two projects, that would be enough right there to get you in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Yep. And Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Yep. Although this – this latest bunch the, of Star Wars. And, and, and the music that goes between them is, you know, the, the John Williams music right. score. Is the, that, that the tie between both. Well, as we welcome our guest, Corey McCartney, uh, to talk baseball. Corey, we want to bring you on here. First of all, thank you for getting up. Being a part of our first Saturday show. Yeah. Where it's official Saturday, even though you've been here with us before. What's your favorite George? Yeah, congratulations, guys. Thank you, buddy. And, and we'll congratulate you in a second, too. But what's your favorite George Lucas movie? If you had, oh to, if you had to pick one. All right, let me put it this way. Is it other than Star Wars or Indiana Jones? You're not going to say like American Graffiti, are you? No, I mean, but you're asking me like, so I was obsessed with Star Wars when I was a kid. You know, I had the poster behind my bed, all that stuff. Uh, Okay, I I will pick Return of the Jedi, and I know that's a, it's a, it's a, my my grandpa took me to see that, and I still remember sitting there with him watching Luke come in in the Java's <laughs> palace. And so right. I, it, it may not be the best of them, but I will pick that one just for. The hey first, man, it's yours. That's uh, your favorite one. Share that with them. No, yeah. that's 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 we all, we were all reintroduced to Billy D. Williams in that one too, weren't we? Yeah, man. That's where that's where uh, Lando Calrissian I think showed up <laughs> for the first time. I could be wrong, but I think that's that's yeah. the one. Anyway, man, listen, um, you didn't get us a win last night, Corey, and that's what we have you on for. <laughs> you're, so, you're supposed to do that. <laughs> right, my, my but where do we uh, – we talk to you every week, and, you know, as, as the weeks go on throughout the course of a long baseball season, you know, there's really not much to die, uh, dissect, really, other than just, you know, little things here and there. But when you had Acuna sitting out yesterday and, and, you know, he came back just a week or so ago, is there anything we should worry about? No, I mean, it's, you know, it's just a, a mild groin strain. I just think they're being precautionary at this point. Uh, you know, before Wednesday's game, uh, Brian Snicker said they were going to bring him in on Friday and just kind of see where things were and, and take it from there. And um, they weren't comfortable with him taking the field yesterday. Acuna did say he will be back today, though. You know, they've got this weird I, – I know that they said before they didn't want him playing on a day game after a night game, and they've kind of, you know, blurred lines a little bit there. But – they're playing earlier today at four o'clock tomorrow. They play at eleven thirty uh, on you know the the, uh, the really really early game on Peacock. So um, I you know the I, I think they were just being more precautionary with it more so than it's anything to get worked up about. Spending time with the Wayfort.com hotline with Corey McCartney. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Corey, J- at Corey J. Hey, McCartney. What? Can I follow up on something he just said? Well, what? I want to get his thoughts on you know how how the watching of the Braves this weekend. Yeah, I was going is... to ask him that. Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, you just we said have, you were going to do it, man. We're having a search to find the Braves this weekend, doing some different things. You're just your thought on that and this being the shape of things uh, to come. We're only going to get more of this, right? Yeah, I mean, it is strange, right? I mean, I will say, though, I really like the Apple um, presentation. I think the the graphics they have, I, I, I really do enjoy it. Uh, the win probability, uh, the you know, probability factor that they have down in the corner. You know, I would almost rather just see something more statistical down there, but I think their, their graphics package just looks great. And 
Um, you know, local product, Melanie Newman, who, you know, does play-by-play for the, the Orioles on the broadcast as well. So kind of a cool tie for Atlanta. Thought so too. I, I thought I, I watched and I said, "Okay, this is different, but it's okay. It's not. It's not bad. It's not bad." So you know, more of that is going to be coming on the way. Uh, we're going to get Charlie Morton tonight. We're going to get maybe see him continue in the way he's been going. I mean, he got off to a little bit of a bumpy start this season. You like to see him go out and have a good effort. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with him that you're watching for is just the swing and misses, right? I mean, that's something that has been, you know, kind of the bread and butter for him since he you go back to 2017 when he reinvents himself, you know, with the uh, with the the Astros and goes on to have a couple All Star seasons there, and um, you know, the, he that was just what he was doing on the regular was getting guys to swing and miss, especially you know on that curveball that he sets up with the four seamer. Um, he really struggled with that uh, during those first four outings, but you saw it there again uh, his last time out. He had 11, 11 swings and misses. So what's he able to do there? I'm not, you know, I don't know if it has anything to do, you know, specifically with the, the inconsistencies in the baseball, um, but the spin rate wasn't what it was a lot of the times what we saw last year. So I'm really watching what he, what kind of bite is he able to get on that curve because it's just a huge weapon for Morton. Hey, um, Corey, how do you feel about the ebbs and flows of the lineup and the way Snicker's been presenting it with guys, you know, in no one particular position? It just seems like he's wakes up every day and says, oh, I'm going to do it this way, or I'm going to have this guy lead off, or I'm going to have Dabney, uh, Dansby down in the nine position or the, the two position. How he's, how, how he's operating and, and um, putting out this lineup from series to series. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say, obviously, uh, you know, a lot of it is is – the, the byproduct of Acuna not regularly being out there, right? Because I think, you know, you don't have Danji Swanson hitting lead off like you did, you know, this past series, uh, you know, with, with if Acuna's up there. I mean, Demera, I think, has is, is kind of been like Acuna light, and I think he's, you know, he's been uh, five. I actually thought he did a great job there last night. There just wasn't enough uh, production directly behind him. And that kind of, I think that's the bigger issue, right? You know, you can try to slide Marcelo Zuna down. You can move a hot Travis Darno up. Um, you know, but the fact of the matter is, your two, three, and four guys of largely Matt Olson, Austin Riley, and Marcelo Zuna. Um, you know, you look at OPS with uh, with those three guys, and this is a, they're they're fifteenth uh, in the league, so they're they're middling. Uh, you know, at this point, with the guys that were really going to be the biggest weapons for them. So, um, you know, we it, 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 talk about lineup machinations or lots of Acuna. To me, right now, I mean, a big focus has to be on what they're not getting from the guys who really make up the heart of the order. You mentioned Travis DeMere. Th- thoughts about him and um, the fortune this team has to have him, um, you know, on the roster and available and how he's really making the most uh, of his playing time. Yeah, I mean, he's been, honestly, I mean, he's been through a, a lot when you think about, you know, the fact that he, you know, came up, you know, with this organization, uh, you know, after getting traded over from the, uh, you know, from the, the Rangers. And, you know, I, I remember sitting down with him at spring training years ago and he really felt like, Okay, this team's got Austin, you've got you know uh, Danby Swanson at shortstop. They've got uh, Ozzy Albies at second. I want to be the third baseman in that mix. Um, you know, they obviously ended up trading him to the Tigers, and uh, along with Joey Wentz when they got uh, you know uh, Shane, uh, Shane Green, and you know he didn't work out for him all that well in Detroit, um, but he was able to make his way back over. And you know, it, I mean, I, I, it, it's it's in, it's interesting to think where this team would be defensively. Uh, in that outfield if they didn't have him, and then what he's been able to provide of late from an offensive standpoint. I mean, you know, hitting 28% above league average. And, um, you know, you saw it last night, the abilities that he has from an uh, athleticism standpoint 
Um, it, obviously, you've got that inside the park home run on his resume this year uh, as well. Um, I, I think he's been a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, again, a guy who's been through a lot to get to this point. He's another local product uh, that you've you know, seen making an impact for this team. I, I know it's been a long time coming for him in a Braves uniform. Corey McCartney joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Let's take a second to talk about the show, man. The new show, you and Grant. That's right. Yeah, you can find uh, my, myself and Grandma Cully on uh, Friday nights from 5 to 7 on from the Diamond. So, um, you know, if you can't get enough of your Braves and we'll come at you on Fridays, or most, excuse me, on Sundays, most of the time we'll be able to hit you up, uh, you know, after the games are over with. Um, so, you know, kind of your weekly wrap around the, everything Braves and we'll, we'll take, take a spin around the majors as well. What's the name of the show again? From the Diamond. From the Diamond. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're going to get too big for you to come on with us now. I know it. He's like, uh. You're going to be too big. You're going to be you guys, big time. I told you before, you guys, no, you guys are the, my morning coffee on the weekends, right? So I, I have no choice. There's <laughs> yeah, no choice. Not that he enjoys doing it. I got no choice. Yeah, to be here. That's right. He got to be here. I understand. Hey, listen, I was going to Sam, are you surprised that um, San Diego picked up Robinson Cano? Yeah. And your thoughts on him? And you got to say this out loud. He's on the he's on the tail end of a was it nearly two hundred and fifty two hundred forty million dollar contract, ten year deal. The dude has lost thirty five million of it from from drug suspensions. Wow, thirty five million bucks just left on the table for being a knucklehead. But the question is, yeah, I mean, it- go ahead, Corey. No, I mean, it's sad, right? I mean, you think about, you know, a guy that, you know, early on in his career was on a trajectory where he was setting himself up, uh, you know, along with Roger Hornsby, uh, you know, as the great second baseman of all time. I mean, you know, I mean, it's really sad what the career went to, you know, in terms of the multiple PED suspensions and obviously a year-long suspension. Um, He was, you know, just really struggling with the Mets this year. It's going to be interesting to see what he's able to do uh, with the Padres, though, you know, in a limited role. I think he's still got a little something left, and I think the fact that you have the DH and you can bring him in, you know, off the bench. Uh, he, I mean, this team's missing that little, you know, that, that piece that they have with Fernando Satis. Anyway, Machado has been fantastic. Eric Hosmer, you know, those two guys are, you know, in the top four in the league uh, across guys who have seen the biggest increase in slugging percentage year over year, but they're to have the, you know, the potential of what Robinson Cano could bring. I just don't know how much he has left, um, but, you know, certainly, you know, willing to, to pull the trigger on a guy that you're really not paying anything for. I mean, that's the fact of the matter. The Mets are still having to eat that. Yeah, and they're they going to be able to get him at the minimum. I mean, that's, that's the, it's, it's a, it's a win-win proposition. If he fails, cut him loose. If you get something out of him, you know, maybe you struck gold with a guy who just needed to change the scenery. Does something like that kind of kind of strike a fire to need maybe some guys in that clubhouse and say, okay, he's coming to get somebody's playing time. He ain't getting mine. Uh, does he have maybe have that kind of effect on on this team? Well, if you're Stephen Voigt, uh, I would. I excuse me, Luke Voigt. I would hope so. You know, uh, you know, you know, Luke Voigt. You know, has really been uh, struggling. You know, with this this team. I mean, I mean, he he's been out with an injury, but once he comes back, I mean, you've got the potential that maybe you have some kind of a of a platoon there, but, you know, he didn't get consistent playing time with the Yankees. And that's the reason why, you know, he ends up in San Diego. And, you know, I think it's got to feel like a little bit of deja vu potentially for him. But yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would almost think if you're, if you're him, you know, you thought you had an opportunity here and then they bring in a, a guy that, you know, has a resume as a resume. I don't know that he still has anything left, but has a resume. You start to wonder what kind of an impact that has on you. what did you think of the rat up in New York? 
if he saw it. <laughs> he saw it. Did I you? thought we were going to talk. Well, you almost wonder, like, what, what's worse? Is the rat in New York or the, the raccoon that they caught at the Arkansas game last night? <laughs> well, at least they call uh, this rat the, the rally rat because he showed up on the field that the Mets actually won, right? That's a, right. New, a New York rat they didn't give a glove to and a, and a cap. Before we leave here, you said something that was interesting. You created a barbershop conversation. So before you get out of here, when you're talking about Robinson Cano and you talked about him being one of the top second basemen of all time, and so you went to, I would assume, your gold standard for second baseman. Yeah, baseball card-wise, but I don't know that he's the all-time greatest second baseman. You brought up Hornsby. Is that your top, if he's your top three second baseman of all time? Or do you have three? Um, I, I would probably go. I, I would probably say Hornsby, Joe Morgan, and Ryan Sandberg. Oh, there you go. The last two, I'm, I'm with you on. I'm with you. I'm with you on, on Sandberg and, and, and Joe Morgan. But Hornsby? Or Rogers Hornsby? I guess. I, you know, Braves, I, his former Braves manager. It ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm just saying as far as a player. <laughs> All right, we're not done with this. We're going to get your shortstops next time we talk to you. But anyway, congratulations. <laughs> right, congratulations on the new show. Corey yeah, McCartney talking chop. Uh, and he is now uh, working with Grant McCauley here at the station, and we will probably have him on again next week because we got two shows to fill up, man, so don't go anywhere. Thank you as always. All right, guys. Thank you. Take care. That's Corey McCartney. Up next, we are going to uh, talk about Mr. Crenshaw got to go and, and, and rub elbows with them Falcons. OTAs going on and mini camps and all that sort of stuff with the Falcons. We're going to talk about that next. Sam and Greg on a Saturday. Oh. Officially, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. It is Sam and Greg, officially on a Saturday. Last time we heard from Luther, he was ending up the college football season. Actually, college basketball season. Yep. But not really because I played it again yeah, a couple weeks ago because well, why should we hear him once a year at the end of the college season? That made you very popular four? with, with, with Deshaun. Yeah. That made you he think you guys should play, should play anytime. <laughs> <laughs> one shine and moment, you can play it anytime. Yeah. Bro. And, you and ever catch him in concert? You ever catch a show? I mm-hmm. did not. Yeah, I did. I caught him once. Um, Worth the price of admission? Oh, very much. Okay. Very much. By Real himself or was he with somebody? Uh, it, was, it, was a, it was Essence Festival. Not, not in oh, okay. okay. So it was like a whole bunch of folk, you know. But, 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 but his show, he came on and then did a magnificent job. Okay. Yeah. I, I, never, I, I never saw him. That's, mm-hmm. one of those, that's one of those concerts that... You feel sorry you will never be able to get a chance to. Yeah, you missed it. Yeah. But he's, he's good. Is there somebody that you wish you'd have saw that you know you just can't now? Uh, Not because they, you know, performed in the 50s or 60s. Oh, no, no. I, 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 I never saw Michael Jackson. Oh, you haven't? No. I saw the Jackson 5. Yeah. But I never, you know, not individually. Didn't see the victory tour, but I saw um, I saw him earlier on. Yeah. Never, never saw him. I think that would have been incredible. I'm tempted to go see the hologram. I saw that. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I the that was the wedding, that was the end of my wedding day. We we did the wedding in Vegas. We went out and had a meal, and then we went and saw the uh, Cirque du Soleil one. Yeah, not yeah, is it one? No, the, well, his Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. and at the end, you know, they had the hologram of him come out. 
Yeah. And there were people in the audience drunk thought that was actually Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, that, that's worth the price of admission. Yeah. That, that really is. And it's mostly his solo stuff. They get a little bit of Jackson 5 stuff, but for the most part, it's, uh, it's solo stuff. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. We're going to, um, if we have time here, um, Eric's got something up his sleeve, and he doesn't get it today. He'll bring it back with us tomorrow. But I know that you got a chance to do something, and a lot of media members have been waiting to get out there and just walk the grounds in a way that they haven't before out at, at Flowery Branch. haven't been in a while. And, and, he, and even that's changed a little bit if you ask D-Led. <laughs> He's not happy. But Falcons' uh, rookie camp is going on. The rookie mini camp is going on. Uh, started yesterday and again today and, and tomorrow uh, as they work out. Getting their first taste of national the National Football League. Uh, the new group of players that we saw drafted. Of course, the Falcons had nine draft picks, but a lot of undrafted free agents out there as well. Just trying to show they can catch on and do things that the coaches will remember. And, and, and that's the thing. Or if they make a mistake, Trying to make that mistake again, uh, but it's neat seeing them and, and talking to some of them. Um, and you ask them, you know, you got all you, you had your top pick that was there. Everybody wanted to see, you know, Drake London. And he's and everybody that I said, so everybody that was there said he's taller than I thought. You know, well that's good. Just, well, well he's he's, he's he's tall guy, big guy. So I mean, you get him, you got your tight end. It's going to be a forgiving target for especially a new quarterback. Right. You know, so that's where, of course, Desmond Ritter was there. We didn't get to see him throw the ball a lot yesterday. Um, that's the part that D-led. No, like, you know, they're out there on the field, and you got a limited amount of time that you get to watch, whether you're a videographer or shooting it or you're taking pictures or not. You get about 30 minutes. That's about it. Really? And okay. Like, you know, and they keep working out. And D-led says, I never knew, knew we had to, couldn't, couldn't stay for, for minicamp and couldn't watch all the minicamp. Is it, hey, man. You know, we, we're doing good to be back. I was going to say, it's a doing. new world. It, it, it really is, and it, changed, it changes a bit. But it was good to see them yesterday. One of the neat stories, one of the really neat stories, uh, you got cousins that got drafted by this team. Uh, in, the, in the third-round pick, uh, D'Angelo Malone and Justin Schaefer out of University of Georgia, the sixth-round pick, um, they both went to Cedar Grove High School over in DeKalb County. Okay. And here they are back together again. And they were talking about what it was like for them to, uh, to get the call they get the chance to play close to home. And I ask them, what made it real? What made it real? Was it, was it after the draft? Was it, you know, for the guys that were there? Is it the guys who had to get the plane flight in? Was it the ride up? Was it coming through the gate? Was it actually dressing out in the locker room? And, and, and Schaefer said something really touching. He was a guy who just won a national championship in Georgia. He said, coming into this place last night, the night before my first practice, and they gave you a uniform, and I said, I put my helmet on. He says, that's when it got real. That's when it's good. Where I, got, I, put, I actually put my helmet on the night before we're going to go out and practice for the first time in National Football League. He said, that made it real to me. And so, uh, and, and uh, he, he's quite emotional. He said, you know, he's one of those guys that people have been, you know. Uh, uh, Wait a minute. Hang on. What you, you have what he just described? Well, then let's hear it right from the man. All right, here we go. Yesterday when I tried on my helmet, it really like hit me like, wow, I'm in the NFL. Like today I just had to come out here like, as a regular me with high energy. Just coming out here with just playing ball, just keeping the energy positive, keeping the guys around me positive energy. 
That, that is Justin Schaefer. Who, uh, you See, know. I, I, you should have told us you had that. You buried the lead there. That was good hitting from him because I thought you had some more sound. You know, we've well, got somebody else in there, too. That was well, Troy Anderson. He's got, he's got Troy Anderson for us. I mean, he loves us know when he, when he has that ready. And Troy Anderson is an interesting story. He's a guy who's played on both sides of the ball at Montana State. Of course, right. he's coming here as linebacker. He knows there's a need at linebacker for the Falcons. So he's looking forward to coming in and rolling up his sleeves and doing the best. But he feels like he likes the fact that he's played on both sides of the ball. You know, it uh, and it gives him a chance to kind of be inside the quarterback's head on the other side of the ball. Right. So here's his thoughts no, about I don't know if he has it ready. He isn't giving me the high side. All right, here's Troy Anderson. Yeah, I think so. I'll I'll do whatever. You know, I love playing football, like I said, and I'll do whatever the team asks me. That's it. So whatever. If it's, you know, being the middle, middle for an inside linebacker or whatever, uh, he's just like being a sponge, soaking up everything from Dean Pease and the other defensive coaches, uh, what they're challenging and asking them to do. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's, it's the rookie minicamp. Um, the guys up, they're going to work out again today and, and tomorrow. Then they come back um, later on this month, and they will have OTAs uh, and then a mandatory minicamp next month. And this is going to be with, with, with everybody. So um, it's been nice to do. The way they brought them out yesterday, they had a couple of tables set up, and the media set up and the tables outside. Right. And uh, they both came up, and we, we talked to them at those tables. So. We're looking to see how that's going to go as well. That's a little different world for us, you know. And no, no going in the locker room for sure not right now. We, we never do doing training camp anyway uh, because you got guys sharing lockers. you got twice as many guys. So what's home. different this this time for rookie minicamp versus when you were last doing it? Um, I'm trying to think. Was it even open to the public? Yes, this been, was open to the public? It may have been open to the public in the past. Uh, but, 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 you know. But now it's not, right? Ooh, no. Oh, okay, I was going to say. No, 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 nothing like that now. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens when actual, you know, when the actual training camp comes, you know, down, down in July when they actually do that. So it's an interesting time. You have, you have your mini camp the day after the schedule is released, right. uh, which is kind of interesting. We kick off with the Saints. Nine home games. Falcons have never, first time, this is historic, nine home games during the regular season. The Falcons will get to play this year. Seventeen and, uh, game season. You know, at some point it's going to work out that way. Yeah. Listen, th- who, who's going to Europe this year? Because you know that's going to be the week. So I'm going to go crazy. Yeah, yeah. You need yeah. to get rid of that London game. Just no, and Mexico they City. Go, they go. They go. They go. I know they're going to do it, but they don't need to do it. Yeah, they keep making money. Three London games. Three. Three of them, right? Yeah. Three of back them. Back to back to back. Why do it? Why? Them uh-huh. folks don't care nothing about American football. It's up. all about soccer over they there. It's a novelty. What took place in Miami last week with F1 is is polar opposite of what we're doing in London with the NFL. They want more F1 races here. That league knows they got to find the cities to host it. You talked about Chicago being one of them. They want that here. They don't want American football in, in London, and we've tried yeah, it already. The crowd show it. There's nobody in the stands when they play. Pardon? Yeah, they, I'm saying the crowds are for the stadiums full of folks. And the NFL helps fill that for the TV. I get that. They're not all folks from London there. They make sure that place is packed for TV purposes. But we've had the European League before, whatever it's called, and it, there's not a draw for it. So go to Hawaii because if the Falcons are playing and they're playing a game in Hawaii as opposed to you know one of these it offshoot games in Mexico City, you don't Europe. know that. You don't know that. And and whoever the the Delta being based here, please, I would imagine they would give the fan base here. They'd give you a special little deal if you wanted to go out there. But do it in Hawaii. I'm going to that game. I'm not going to London. Okay. And by the way, you stand in America. You ain't got to worry about your money getting converted. You don't have to worry about getting you know especially these times where you have to get vaccinated and 
all of that stuff that now is a part of flying out of the country is thrown into the mix. I don't want nothing to do with that. Do you hear the fear over here? Just, 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 <laughs> I'm about to say you hit a nerve, didn't we? Hit a nerve. Know, he's a, he's Eric, afraid. I've been on this for a few years. Yeah, okay. he's, he's, I've been on this for fear. a few years. Why you wait? By the way, you going to take your family down to Mexico City for that game? And hope, hope, y'all hope get everybody back. comes back. Thank you. Just said, what I'm saying. No Nothing against our that. friends from south of the border. I no. love, I love going great vacations in certain areas of Mexico. But yeah. um, what about the game in Germany? How do you feel about that one? Listen, we got beautiful places here that do not have an NFL team. You could take a game to off the beaten schedule. And like I said, you can start with Honolulu, okay? And if your team is playing a game like instead of London. We're going to have a, fa- a, a Falcons, say, Bears game. We don't want to make it a divisional game, right? The Bears game. Of course, it's Bears. Falcons. Well, pick another one. Denver Broncos. <laughs> all right? But you're going to play that game in Hawaii. Nah. But but the Pro Bowl in Hawaii didn't work out that about the great, Pro Bowl. Right? Those guys don't play in that game. Yeah. Okay. They don't even play there. These guys are going to be playing. Your team is going to be playing in that game in Hawaii. And you get the bye week the next week. Uh I'm going to that Gre- game as opposed to going to London. Greg Clarkson for uh, NFL's next commissioner. Uh, he don't believe it. He's he not feeling that. He, you yeah. know, they want to keep going to London. I understand it's a money grab, but if you want to get the fan base to absolutely, instead of the NFL filling up that stadium, Wembley Stadium, wherever they're having it, to make sure it looks good on TV, you know, Simon's not going to leave the pub to go over there and see the Falcons and somebody he don't even know. He'll go see, his, he'll go see Tom Brady. He'll go see a couple other guys, but he ain't going to see some bunch of no-names that they don't know about. You think they really don't know about him? I know Tom Brady. There's a handful of – I would believe they know a handful of of, of NFL stars. They, they, they do have the internet over there. Yeah, know? they do. We got the internet here. How yeah, many How many guys from – I'm just saying. How many guys from from from, from Manchester – the There are people who follow. There are people who follow. I, I, got, I have a dear friend. Who is all into Arsenal? She can tell you everything you want yeah. to know about them. You know, she's all into that. She wakes up early on weekend mornings and tunes in and watches that. And she ain't alone. I understand she's not that. Alone. I know people so too. Follow, but if, they're, if, they're, if, they, if they came to play in the states, they, their stadium would be full. If they came to play in the states, the stadium would be full. You rolling your eyes? We got a stadium downtown that's full for folks to see soccer, Greg. What are you talking about? You ain't talking man? about all Europeans, man. We're having two different conversations uh, no, here. No, we're talking about. I'm soccer. talking about European. No, and I'm talking about Europeans giving a <laughs> about American football. There's a few of them to do. There's there's a few thousand of them do. Not seventy thousand that are going to go and pull in, reach in their pocket for money. The NFL is going to make sure, though, one way or another, that stadium looks full. You want to check passports when we get in there? That's a different conversation. I guarantee you, there'll be a lot more Americans than there will be. Folks from England. I doubt it. Uh-huh. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. So. We got off the mini camp thing here. Yeah, man. And that was, about how, that but overall, overall, your experience out there being back for the first time. Well, I was, I was out there a couple of weeks ago when they brought in, you know, Drake London as his first-round draft pick. And just the, the whole setup is different, walking. And to see the place, if you haven't been out there to see the place, they've ever, they have a new Emory Health Center. Uh, clinic, almost like their own right hospital. Right there. Almost like their own hospital. Uh, which Next is they a, need a courthouse, and then they'll be a little city there. And so, uh, really, you know, so, I mean, they, they've added a lot to the complex uh, out there. They're getting ready to add the Falcon Studios. Uh, there's going to be their own production house on the ground. I would have been, yeah. And so that that's that as well. So uh, where we go now is back to the area you know, where the players usually live during training camp. Right. Uh, and that's the area where we kind of go and wait and do our thing and, you know, 
instead of going into the main building. I never forget going out there once when those guys were moving, coming in to camp. And it might have been our own Harry Douglas who I saw doing this, but I can remember. Who was there yesterday. Yes, he was. And, and these guys were bringing in their flat screens <laughs> to, oh, yeah. to the rooms. They were just kind of After practice, a couple of them had flat screens on their arms. And they were just hoisted. I'll never forget that. Getting ready for living there for the next, you know, however long number of weeks. All right, Eric, say what you were going to do with us till either later in the show or tomorrow. Eric Slaughter, our producer, he's going to have some fun with me and Sam, but we got into this thing and couldn't get off it. But we are going to switch gears here. Something special is coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. I have given this man praise, um, acknowledgement, and those of you in our audience have done the same. The fact that Sam has been added to a list of people who will be a part of something very, very special, the naming of the top high school Georgia football player. That Hall of Fame is coming up later on this year, but we're going to talk about it coming up with I.J. Rosenberg in the 8 o'clock hour. Also got a casting call for you, some money flying through the air, but also let's get into these NBA playoffs and what's going on. That'll be next. Sam and Greg, on a Saturday, the first of many, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom and take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.